Beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, today is the feast day of our eparchy. We always hear it eparchy of Phoenix, but its true name is Holy Protection of Mary, Byzantine Catholic eparchy of Phoenix. So we wish our eparchy a most blessed feast day. We also have a parish in Denver named after Holy Protection as well. So a great, great feast. Saint Seraphim of Serov, when he lived, he lived in the 19th century in Russia. He had one icon, to his, for the most part, for his possession, one icon. That was Our Lady of Tenderness. And he would, could often be found, well, he dug a hole in his little cave thing behind a stove. So he would take his icon back there and he could pray undisturbed. Because as he got to be known to be a mystic, the door was never stopped, you know, no, they didn't stop rapping on the door or opening the door. Well, he helped found a women's monastery nearby. And when he was getting close to his death and he knew his time was done, he told them, be ready, our lady is going to come and visit. Get the house ready, you know, everything in order. Of course, he was referring to that when he died, that icon would be giving to them, our lady of tenderness. Since the earliest times, we've had a great commitment and aid from the mother of God. The great gift that our Lord gave us was his mother on the cross. Behold your mother, behold your son. And in the earliest times, the earliest extant document we have of a Marian hymn goes back to 250, between 250-300. Beneath your compassion, O Virgin Theotokos, we take refuge. Beneath your compassion. So if this was the earliest one that goes back that we actually have in our hands, you know, papyrus doesn't last very long, it indicates that something has already been in place long before that. So the church from the earliest times has always been calling upon the mother of God for her intercession and aid. Not while, just while she lived on earth they went to her, but also when she went to, was taken up by her son. So we celebrate this feast. Though historically, we're celebrating uh, October 1st, about 9-11, uh, when Mary was in the church of Blanchonai, and, and about 4.30, 4, 4.30 in the morning, St. Andrew the Fool saw her up in the tomb of the, of the church, and he turned to Epiphanius, his disciple, and said, look at the mother of God. She's praying for the whole world. And we heard those words in our stichidia tonight. So we need to remember that our devotion, our commitment to the mother of God is ancient. It's not something we invented. It's something that has been going on since she walked the earth, gave birth to her son, and then was taken up to be with him. Oftentimes, though, we forget about her. She just becomes a vending machine that we say a prayer and ching-ching and expect something to take place. But she is a true mother concerned about each and every one of us and about our church. And we see her presence manifested throughout the world constantly. The weeping of icons of Our Lady of Maria Poch and elsewhere throughout the world, the one in Hawaii now that's weeping, lots of muron. 
And of course, the many apparitions that are happened throughout the world over the course of history, and our, that great one of Our Lady of Guadalupe. She's trying to tell us that she's here with us. And we're not to forget to call upon her aid. And then to do something heroic, and that's trust. Trust that she is here with us, hears our prayers, knows our needs. Something we tend to lack. We tend to lack trust. So we celebrate this feast, asking for the mother, our mother to keep her mantle over us, to keep us in her protection. As we sing the ancient hymns that our fathers sang before us to her, maybe we have an icon that's special to us, that we meet her in that icon in a unique way. That you can sit down before it or stand before it and you just feel her presence. Oh, you don't see anything, apparitions or anything like that, but there's a sense. She's right there on the other side of that veil. And during this time of our lives and this events that we're experiencing in our society, what better time than to call upon her aid? Call upon her every moment of the day. I sometimes catch myself just having conversations, which is okay. I'm talking to her just, you know, as I would if Pawnee Kelly was in the room. Somebody might think I'm a little wacky, but that's what I do. Because I know she's there. I know she's there. So we celebrate this feast of her protection. And we call upon her help as a community of faith, as the body of Christ. And we have to remember that when we call upon her, then she's going to say, as she did in the wedding feast of Cana, as I mentioned at the pilgrimage, she's going to say to us, then do whatever he tells you. Whatever he tells you. And that's the gospel of love and of mercy and of forgiveness. Because when it's all said and done, she's always pointing towards her son. What a mother. What a great comfort to us all. And a true protection for our church and for each of us personally.